0: Welcome back to the Student of the Game podcast. I am your host, Tavares Ellis. Once again, thank you all for tuning in. I greatly appreciate you taking the time out of your busy day to give my podcast a listen. All right, so it seems like it's official. Russell Westbrook is no longer a Houston Rocket. It was announced earlier today that he has been officially traded to the Washington Wizards for almost said Washington Bullets, but Washington Wizards for point guard John Wall and a first round draft pick. All right. Um, I was not anticipating the Rockets receiving a first round draft pick, but I am not surprised. Because the reason why I wasn't anticipating it, because I wasn't anticipating the Rockets even trading Russell Westbrook unless they was going to get something good, something valuable in return. And, you know, but... You know, you hear the people, well, you know, I'm going to just call the names. You hear the people from The Athletic and from certain people from ES, who is it, Brian Windhurst, Hurst, who say that only, like, he pretty much said that the only thing that the Rockets could get for Westbrook is pretty much peanuts and stuff like that. So it's like, come on, man. But anyways, that's, that, that's just talking nonsense. But... As far as the trade goes, I mean, it's a lot of ifs, but you know what? If if an if was a fifth, we all be drunk, right? So uh, uh, here's the thing. Let's say if Russell Westbrook and John Wall, and let's say the past couple years, they had an awesome bill of health. Here's the thing. That doesn't mean injuries still cannot happen. There's always the if factor, you know, because people will say, well, what will stop this team from winning a title? Well, if one of them get hurt. Okay. Um John Wall, he's been injured for about the past year and a half. So it's going to be interesting to see how he comes back. Um I've heard stories that John Wall has been and James Harden, they worked out a few times together and I believe when they mean work out, they mean that they played some during the offseason and You know, they, well, I don't know. Um, Here's the thing, you know, James Harden, when you're the superstar of the team, of course, you don't have the title as GM. Of course, you don't have the title as owner or as coach. But certain decisions are made considering you. That doesn't mean you're a diva, but what it is, when you earn the right to become a superstar, The team is going to be constructed around you. So that way they're not going to bring in a guy who will interfere with your strengths or who will expose your weaknesses. That would make no sense. So that's whether or not if Harden is talking to with the coaches or GM or the owner about different prospects or different players potentially playing for the Rockets, you know, we know Harden's game. You know, it what it, you know it's 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 what's amazing is that I hear a lot of I hear some people saying that, well, Harden is so ball dominant. Well, how can John Wall play, who's also a ball dominant guard, play alongside James Harden? You know, they said the same thing when Chris Paul came. Two ball dominant players both of them on the same level as being ball dominant right guess what that experiment did work now if you deem something not working because they did not win a championship well then no that's that's not how it works in life that's not how it works in life I mean seriously it don't and what's crazy the people who say that they don't subscribe to that in their own life they don't think about it okay so it's your job so if you don't if you don't win employee of the year, pretty much everything is it's a failure, right? They can only be one employee of the of the year. Heck, you got companies where there's multiple p- people who can be employee of the year. So that means that your job, you're you are a failure. You are a choker. You know, the people who say that they don't live by these rules. So. Once again, the reason why the Chris Paul, the James Harden, Chris Paul experiment worked because they got to Western Conference Finals. They had the Golden State Warriors where they wanted wanted them. They had an opportune chance. They had a chance. That's all you can ask for in life is the opportunity is a chance and you got to fulfill everything else. Okay. You have to make you have to make everything right. You have to do it. Okay. Um. So unfortunately, it didn't work out that way. Hamstring. I do honestly believe had Chris Paul was healthy, guess what? The Rockets would have won. It probably would have went to game seven. The Rockets would have won. <laughs> okay. And I believe they would have went on to have beaten the Cleveland Cavaliers. The Rockets would have won. So, but people try to paint this narrative as if they was just at each other's throat. And no, that wasn't the truth. You know, I saw the earlier today somebody played the video. Where James Harden and Chris Paul was having an argument in the huddle. I mean, have anybody ever played for a basketball team where you're competing? Yes, people argue. People argue. Should people argue when they play pickup basketball. Does that mean you at each other's throats and you hate each other? No. No, it's just a little bit of small conflict. It's a disagreement. Everybody's heated because you're out there competing. So... That's the non-competitive folks that see that and base the relationship off of that video. You know, it's like, are you serious? I mean, I did not see any Rockets player, a coach, or staff member intervening and separating the two. Why? Because it's probably something that happens pretty often. But they're talking it amongst themselves. They're trying to win and... And they're competing. They're trying to beat a team. I'm not sure what team they was playing that night or that day. But what do you expect them to say? Um, do you expect it to be like, like a Hall, like a Hallmark movie or something? And I love watching Hallmark movies, but I don't expect if I'm in there competing seriously in a basketball game or any sport. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not in Hallmark mode. I'm not. So it's not going to be one of those things where you're like. Oh, well, no, you shoot the ball. No, I'll shoot the ball. No, okay, I don't want to shoot it. You do it. Or whatever it is. You know, hey, they're they're going back and forth. And also, they're pressed for time. They don't have all day to sit in that timeout in that huddle. They got to figure out whatever it is they need to figure out so they can move on to the next play. But I feel that the Russell Westbrook experiment also, I felt like it worked in Houston. I felt like it did. Um... People forget Russell Westbrook had a bruised quad injury. And also, he had tested positive for COVID. Now, Russell's game, it's not solely based on explosiveness, but it plays a big part. So he wasn't able to explode. It's just like, hey, if LeBron was playing with a bruised calf, LeBron wouldn't have been going around swatting everybody's shots. And he did swat a lot of Russell Westbrook's. Okay? He wouldn't have been the same player because... LeBron, he has certain parts of his game that's based off his athletic ability. I mean, Russ is skillful. It takes skill to have 28-7-7, 47% field goal shooting. A lot of y'all can't even do that on NBA 2K on an easy level. But it's mind-boggling when you have people actually knocking that as if that's a bad thing. People say he didn't fit. He did fit. Well, what it was, what it is is it's a compromise, and that's with any relationship with, whether if you it's work related or whatever, you know, or if you're volunteering, or if you're in an actual relationship, or it's a sibling relationship, or um, parent and child relationship, you know, that you know there's a compromise there, you know. That's just like okay, let's say if, let's say if if you're what if if let me see. Let's say if you have your family and you have your siblings family, you know, you're older and you're married and you decide to do a joint Thanksgiving dinner, Christmas dinner, right? Okay, well, guess what? Well, we can't just make only your dishes if we're talking about a joint effort as far as cooking-wise. Well, what it is, it's is going to be like, okay, well, I'll, I'll do this, I'll do the turkey, okay, you do the ham. I'll do this cake, you do that pie. Okay. Okay. It has to be a compromise there, or if it's a situation if you want to have the cake and the pies, well, it's like. Okay. Well, I normally make five pies, but on this, you know what? Since we're doing it jointly, and you're gonna have cake. Guess what? All right. I'll do two pies, and you do two cakes. Compromise. But normally you'll do four or five cakes when it's just you're the when you're the when you're the sole chef. But when you're combined with another chef, guess what? You'll do two, and that person will do two. That's how it was with Russell Westbrook and James Harden. James Harden still averaged 36, still did his thing. Okay, so it's one of those situations. It's like, okay, hey, you can bring the ball up court, do your thing, and then guess what? I'll come back on the next one. You know what I'm saying? Or if you hot and on fire that day, we we gonna roll with you. We gonna roll with the hot hand. Or if I'm on fire, we're going to roll with my hot hand or whoever. That's how you do it. You know, that's how it it goes in the game of basketball. But, you know, I get it. The networks like ESPN, they have to create some fake narrative and extra drama and stuff to get ratings. Okay. (laughs) You know, to get ratings. But, okay, miss me with that. But, you know, the the Rockets was able to get, you know, now John Wall, I like John Wall. Um, you know, I'm not, see, I can't even say how John Wall and James Harden are going to fit together because I have no idea how the offense is going to be. I have no idea how this offense is going to be, but I do once again, understand that just because two guards are ball dominant. I mean, sometimes you got to factor in, well, that person is being ball dominant because he, well, also in women's basketball as well, because he or she is put in a situation where they have to be ball dominant, or that's what their coach asks for him or her to do. You have to factor that in. You have to think about that. You know? So in this situation, I mean, hey, I think it's gonna help out. It's gonna help out um James Harden and John John Wall. Now, you know, it's a lot of big ifs on this team. Now, if Boogie is healthy, is healthy. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness! All right, that's mm, if Boogie is healthy. Watch out, world! But now I'm still thinking about. Okay, well, wow. Okay, well, the Rockets was able to get John Wall in the first round for Russell Westbrook. I mean, is James Harden gonna be traded? Does Jane? Is this a move that James Harden wants? Or is James Harden or if the Rockets or the Rockets are just going about their business and saying, OK, whether well, if you with us or not, we're still going to compete. Um, I still believe the Rockets are. I do not believe they are in rebuild mode. I do not. Um, Because I feel that. I feel that John Wall, I mean, for think about this, Raphael Stone, you're a rookie GM. You can't coming up under that. Daryl Morey treat, okay, you're taking a risk on John Wall, but you know, like John Wall has to have a decent bill of health for you to pretty much make this trade. Because if this trade backfires big time, then it's on your resume. It's on your resume and this is your first Well, this is one of your first big moves. I think the Christian Wood move was an awesome move for the Rockets. And you know what? What's funny is that, well, not funny, but you think about last week when we had the Christian Wood press conference and he mentioned that he could be a real good second option for James Harden. And people were like, what? What about Russ? So it makes you wonder, okay, whether if he already knew something was brewing or going down. And maybe what it was is that they wanted to at least let the Thanksgiving holiday pass over first. OK, yeah, because you got to think about it. It is better to announce somebody's being traded some days after Thanksgiving instead of right before. Yeah, that. But I don't think it's never a good day to be traded away, I guess. But Russell Westbrook, man, I'm not a Russell Westbrook stan. I am a fan of Russell Westbrook's. Um, I am um, I am not a Russell Westbrook hater. I appreciate the competitive spirit. The effort is all out on the floor. Russell Westbrook does have that Mamba mentality, that AI mentality, man. I wish we could have won a championship. I wish the COVID-19 would not have happened because I do believe that this team was doing some very, very good things before COVID-19. But unfortunately, hey, that played a big part in a lot of stuff, I believe. And I wish him well as a Washington wizard. I'm pretty sure he's going to do awesome. Think about that. Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal. That is an awesome backcourt, people. A awesome backcourt. Um You know, but that's the nature of this business, man. Since a little kid, you know, growing up, you know, Akeem, a dream, Elijah One fan, and then the Rockets actually trading him away. I don't care how old Elijah One was or what he asked or whatever or requested. The man brought us two championships to Houston, took us to three NBA finals and brought us two championships back to back. Okay, and we traded him for What? No, no, no. That's not how you treat your legends. You could have gave him, you could have signed him to a cheap deal and gave him some money up under the table. That's the dream. So when trades like this happen, do I like it? No, but it's the I understand it's the nature of the business. Because if Keem Elijah one could be traded from the Houston Rockets, I feel like anybody can be traded from the Houston Rockets. You know. But what I will not tolerate is that certain people who claim they have inside information they just making up crap you know if you say if you heard that somebody's probably going to be traded and that's all you heard okay just say that don't start speculating saying such and such yeah they're not friends they're not getting along or yeah the Rockets they should only us they should they should accept this deal from such and such because that's all you're going to get for James Harden or for Russell Westbrook number one who are you to tell the Rockets to to accept what who are you but I get it a lot of people are doing that for their own benefit most of them they don't care to see the Rockets succeed they're not true Rockets fans so whatever but this is going to be a interesting season I mean this is a very quick turnaround I mean the NBA playoffs the NBA finals is still fresh on my mind literally but I was gonna say in a month. I mean, what's today? December 2nd. Well, we're creeping on December 3rd. So I think the first regular season game is what? December 20th, 22nd or something like that. And I believe preseason is the end of the week or sometime next. week. I think it's the end of the week. So, wow, this is going to be this is going to be quite something, folks. So stay tuned. But um, welcome to Houston, John Wall. Welcome to H-Town. Um. Hey, we look forward to seeing you help us get to a championship, win a championship. All right. Thank you all for tuning in. Student of the Game podcast. Peace out. Go Rockets. And also what I also what I'm sorry, um, what I wanted to elaborate as far as the fit. OK. I do believe that John Wall is a better passer than Russell Westbrook. I don't think it's by a huge margin. Um, I do feel like he's a better spot up three point shooter than Russell Westbrook. Um, both players are known for their speed with the ball. Okay, but I don't think not too many people are as fast or explosive as Russell Westbrook. I mean, John Wall had some explosiveness to his game, but it was it's not. It was never on the level of what Russell Westbrook and also as far as crashing the boards. okay. so with the Houston Rockets with this fit, so this the Rockets team, they have gotten bigger. So it's one of those situations where. You're not going to need John Wall to get you seven or eight rebounds a night like Russell Westbrook. Why? Because you have Christian Wood. OK, who's who is, a, you know, the Rockets are going to have a more taller lineup out there. So you're not going to need him to get. I expect Christian Wood to be able to. I'm expecting Christian Wood to get at least 10 to 11 rebounds a game. OK, Um, I know I know they I've heard that. John Wall has improved on his three-point shooting. And see, that's the thing. I don't think this team is going to be launching up threes like they did in D'Antoni's system the past few years. But I do think it's very important that John Wall is able to shoot the three. Because when you think about it, okay, well... He's 30 years old. He just turned 30 in September. And whatever athletic ability he may have lost from his injuries i'm not saying he did but it's very important you're able to supplement that with something and i mean I, I mean he the guy is a hooper no doubt so i believe i mean i'm hoping that his three point shot is respectable enough to that way he doesn't have to drive to the basket as much now I hope hopefully he can still he'll still pose a threat to be able to get to the rim. But I think he will because I mean all of this, I mean you have Boogie Cousins over here also. From my understanding, him and John Wall are close. And also James Harden has worked out with John Wall. <laughs> so I mean game recognize game. Game recognized game. Okay. We still don't know how is it, how it's gonna fit because they, you have to practice. We're talking practice, yo. But um, I am looking forward to this. Um, but I, you know, I, I, mean, John Wall has averaged nine and ten assists a game before. Okay, so I think um this, and and who knows? And to think about it because John Wall is able to shoot more able to shoot the 3 a whole lot better that means he prob- he could probably play a little bit more off ball as well okay and that's that's a good fit for James Harden also um Steven Silas I what I, I mean it all depends how he's going to use him like One thing I did not like last year, I did not like the fact that we did not utilize James Harden or Russell Westbrook enough in the post. There are plenty of times where they had smaller guards on them. And a lot of times it's difficult for the bigger guards to get around the smaller guards. Because normally, the smaller guards, normally they have more of an advantage. Because they're quicker, they can get up underneath you. But take them down in the post. And see, John Wall is 6'4", Harden is 6'4", 6'5". Both are good-sized guards. I want to see them taking guys down in the post, especially when they have a smaller defender. Draw some fouls. That's another thing that can make up for if John Wall has lost some form of athletic ability. And not just that, you know, to in order to, pre- to prevent from getting, from re-aggravating his previous injuries, hey, Take Get somebody down there in the post. I'm not saying he got to do it all the time. You know, play smarter. You know, play smarter. But I, th- I, I think he'll be okay. I think he'll be a pretty... It's going to be interesting to see. And if you notice, <laughs> when they did that NBA schedule, as far as the Christmas games, it said tentatively. The tentatively... Attentive schedule. is that doesn't mean it's set in stone. That's what it may or may not be this. Okay. And it's five games listening. And normally the Rockets games are on Christmas Day. And I guess it's, it was true that the NBA wasn't sure who all was going to be on the Rockets roster. So it's, it'll be interesting to see when the final, when the schedule has been finalized. And if we'll see the Rockets on there now. Now that you have. John Wall on the team but I think this is going to be an exciting year I'm looking forward to the new talent man I can't wait to see Kenyon Martin Jr. I mean I think he's going to be a phenomenal basketball player I love his athletic ability the dude can can jump out the gym just like his dad man wow that's amazing Um, I can't wait to see PJ Tucker back in action Christian Wood DeMarcus Cousins of course the beard right can't wait to see what the beard and John Wall is going to do OK, but this is going to be an exciting season. Um, man, I'm going to miss Russ. You know what? And that's going to be an awesome backcourt, man. Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal can catch and shoot. That's going to be awesome. So in this situation, situation, you're going to have Russell Westbrook, who would probably most likely handle the ball a lot more because that will be a better. Well, that would be a good fit for him because he can drive and he can kick and Bradley Beal can boom, shoot. And Bradley Bill can handle the rock as well, but hey, that's less work he has to do. And he can catch and shoot, man. So I think that's going to be a dynamic backcourt. And, you know, I think that team could make some noise over there in the East. I, you know what, I expect that team to at least make the playoffs. I would be very, very shocked if they missed the playoffs. I can't say, and I'm saying that based on Westbrook and Bradley Bill alone, Um I am not familiar with the entire roster of the Washington Wizards, so I'm not a, because I'm not familiar with them all enough. I can't make a full-blown decision on whether or not how far in the playoffs they can get. But with those two guys out there, as long as they're healthy, knock on wood, I think the sky's the limit for that team. Okay. Um, We're going to close it out, and this time I'm actually closing it out, okay? Student of the Game podcast. Thank you all for listening. Peace out.